There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Let's Do the Right Thing in association with RadioWorks. Presented and curated by Adam Hopkinson. This is the LDTRT podcast, brought in conjunction with Passion Media and RadioWorks. It was set up to tell the stories of leaders in the media industries focusing on their journeys and motivations. I launched a media agency last year, Passion, to focus on fashion, entertainment and leisure verticals. And I've had loads of great advice in doing so, much of it from guests on this podcast. I'm still on the mission to gather best advice. So with that, I'm delighted to be speaking today with Julia Linehan, the founder and CEO of The Digital Voice, a much-loved PR agency in the UK, now into its 11th year. Off-record, on-point podcast recorder, six episodes in, and also the founder of a, well, actually, I'm not entirely sure how to classify this, but we'll call it a WhatsApp group for now called Spill, which is doing something great in the background of the industry, but having a huge effect on its members, of which I am one. I'm sure we'll touch on that shortly. You're famous, Julia, for your energy. Lots going on. I mean, you list 56 experiences on your LinkedIn profile. An idea that I'm going to steal, in fact, actually, for um, listing out all the clients that we work with. It's lovely to see you today. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello, Adam. How do you find time for this? I just love that intro. I'm just sitting back, basking in the glory there. <laughs> I could have gone on. I, there are so many wonderful I've always loved talking to you. You know, So much energy, boundless enthusiasm, and, you know, and a lot of fun. So I'm delighted that you're here. Thank you. No, my pleasure. And it is actually one of our, the motives we use for the digital voice is it is bucket loads of energy. And when I take on new people into the team, the number one thing is their energy. Because yep. it's just so important and it's it reflects off each other. You bounce and you massively, resp- I respond to energetic people and I hope it emits good vibes as well. Is it a bit of a nightmare though, if you are all radiators of energy, you know, rather than having a drain, a drain. in the corner? <laughs> no, do you know what? We When we have had a drain, it you know just, about it, you know you? about it. Yeah. And I have another rule, which is no drama, no stress no and dicks. no drains and no digs. Yeah, yeah 100%. That's both luckily we're blessed that all our clients are absolutely lovely but we only work with nice clients so that makes it easier but the same goes with your team because you're spending so long with these people they've got to inspire joy and I always say that to people is do what brings you joy Mm -hmm. and then surround yourself by people who light up your life as much as you can you know we can't we can't skip all day Although I sometimes do, but we can't. We, we try not to skip to work. <laughs> I skip to my virtual <laughs> office. No, I love what I do, but no, no, <laughs> minimise the cardio for me at the moment. 
So how have you enjoyed it? I mean, you've obviously enjoyed it. You're 11 years in. Um, what was the thing that triggered you to do it in the first place? Oh, this this really... is the digital voice, by the way. Yeah. The other things we'll come to. In the, Lovely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the digital voice was born out. It was coming to be 11 years this summer. And it actually started because I was at the time, uh, was at Gem with the brilliant Matt Whaley. And he's, he decided to give me the job title, The Voice. And it was going to be to be their voice on on paper, on stage, in print, on content. How do I represent them? Can I be their voice? And I have, I'm known as mouth of media or the voice in the industry anyway. And I just thought then it was um, Matt and I talked about it and we decided that the role wasn't needed 100% now after about 18 months, but he still wanted me to be the voice, but was happy for me to have other companies. And there were two other companies that had already said, if ever you go, if you ever you set up on your own, we'd love you to be the voice for us too. And I would say this is my biggest tip, the power of three. When you're looking to set up a company, have three customers that would like to buy it yep. or three clients that will join you or even three people that just give you a big thumbs up to your idea. Power of three. Three can't be wrong. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number. So I always say you, it's too risky. I see a lot of people setting up consultancies either with no clients yep. or one client or two. You're at risk. You're very much at risk and you're leaving yourself a little bit exposed. And also you want to prove that if your idea is so good, then then more people will want it. And that's what ended up happening. And I actually was, it was just me for six years. Was it really? In fact, seven years, yeah. And partly because at that time, I just, I'd finished being big roles, like head of digital at Mirror Newspapers. I was at Associated Newspapers. I was head of IASH. And I had my, my children. I'd always said I'd work three and a half days a week and be a mum three and a half days a week. Yep. And I was very blessed that companies like Neil Thackeray at Nexus Business Media wanted me as digital director three and a half days a week. But there was a point at which actually it made more sense for me to just do it myself. And therefore, I controlled my diary and I was never going to let anybody down. I just factored in the time around my children. So that really worked when they were younger, those years between what, five and five and 10, let's say five and 11. And then when they went to secondary school, it just made sense to then start increasing growing. And it was actually lockdown for me was the catalyst of I just slowed down a little bit because yep. I was traveling all over, representing clients on stage with them on stage, all the events that happened all over Europe. And this was an opportunity then to stop. And at that point, I went, I need help. I need more people. And I brought in my head of content, Adam, first, then more journalists, then Casey joined, and then it just snowballed from there. We're now 28, no, 29 people as of this week. Oh, my God. Mm. And is, is that fully remote? Fully remote. Wow. That's astonishing to be able to generate the energy of uh, of you and replicate it with the rest of the team and be remote. I find it's amazing. I think it's with remote. And it, I love, I'm a big ambassador now for remote. And I was very grateful that lockdown happened because we knew it was cool. But yeah. lockdown made it almost acceptable and cool again. Yeah. And I know people are heading back into offices. But for us, it works. You've got to make it work, though. Yeah. We have we have various rules in place. Minimum two screens. I have three. Um, we work on Trello. We work throughout the day on Slack. We're big Google Hangouts fans. Um, other platforms are available. Um, and we basically, we really make an effort to interact with each other throughout the day. And we're with our clients 
all day long. We also do a lot of virtual events. We are virtual remote uh, platform producers. And during lockdown, we did 150 massive scale events like the Glamour Awards we took virtually. So we're experienced in producing virtual experiences. And therefore, and we've done that because we understand it because we're living it every day. It does have to be the right people. So when we take on people, we make sure we ask the question, what are you going to miss about the office? And that's normally gives us an indication of, yeah, you're going to miss it too much. There's something about being physically in an office that you're going to miss. Whereas for the rest of our team, they, they finish at four o'clock. So those that live around London can still be in London for in time for when everyone else clocks off. Uh, Friday, we close the office at one o'clock. So it's always closed at one. I massively believe in life-work balance. And that also means that I stop and I have the Friday afternoon to recharge. We found four and a half day working weeks. Incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Gosh, leading the way in the agenda on many things there. Mm. I find it really interesting that you called it life-work balance. Yes. um, Because it should be that way around. Everybody else obviously refers to it the other way, work-life balance. And that's really good. Do you know what? I didn't even realise I did that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. Well, you heard it here first then. <laughs> um, the we, we, we do something differently. So our head office is in Bristol. And for me, the um, it, it's set up absolutely perfectly. And if I'd have designed it, it would be like this. So I, I do two days a week at home, Monday, Tuesday, in my little shed in the bottom of the garden when I'm away and I'm not annoying anybody in the house. And I could be quiet and get on with things. It's perfect. I come into London on Wednesdays for for these and also for you know a little bit more of a kind of a social maybe a lunch or something and and that that box is then ticked and then we got Thursday Friday in Bristol office to do the thing with the team but it's all about the team and being together and you know rather than coming in and people sitting on with, down with their headphones and getting on with things it can't be that absolutely what can you do together how are we brainstorming how are we working how are we building the culture and I love it and actually having those divisions works for me I think it does I think you find what works I mean you just came alive when you were describing your working week and that's really that's the only way you can tell yeah. what works I come back to that statement what brings you joy and also, you have to respond to other people as to, we, we're really mindful of our team. We have a couple of people on team who are neurodiverse, and we're, we're always checking in with them to go, does this work? You know, sometimes we, we fly in and out of calls, um, video calls, and often for, for anyone who has um, ADHD, that can be quite tr- triggering, really, because they're just in, absorbed in something and you're pulled out of that. So we're constantly trying to make changes and improvements just generally in how we work, but also in line with a lot of how other people work. Finding that balance that suits all of your team, Adam, yeah, and, in, you know, and all of my team, that's the magic. Well, exactly. And, you know, and if we are going to be truly inclusive, then you, you have to think about everything, don't yeah. you? It's uh, not just the headlines. Yes, yeah. wow. exactly. Well, good for you. Amazing. And, and have you seen a difference? Is it if you, if, you, if you have neurodiversification represented within your business, can you tell what effect that has on clients? I think so. I just think, I mean, we're very lucky at the Digital Voice that we have such a diverse uh, team. It hasn't happened actually by design because I'm a big believer in I, I, I'm interested in the person. And so I don't look at anything else. It's about the person. And I mentioned the energy. So their energy... Um, their attitude, 
We have a lot of different cultures, religions, sexual orientation, everything within there. But they're all just amazing people, and all with bucket loads of energy. So that's what I see every day. Um, what we do find, though, we're really into learning about each other's cultures. So we've got three of our team are Muslim and are practicing, and we'll be celebrating Ramadan. And so we support them through that. But we've learned to understand. It's really fascinating. They, when we hear that you can't have a glass of water for during, for, even when you're fasting, let alone food, our reaction is, oh, my God, that must be so hard. That's the wrong reaction. It's, I'm hugely impressed. Your faith must mean so much to you. Or right. that's an amazing thing to do. It's changing the narrative. And they've taught us that. And we do things like... Um, We've got a couple who are Bulgarian, so we look at we get we're interested in in the Orthodox Bulgarian holidays. We've got Americans, so we celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm a bit of a royalist, so we go down that path for oh, the well, coronation. I, what what are you doing for the the? I only found I out yesterday know. that we have an extra bank holiday in May. Oh, we so do. Yeah, it's amazing. It's May, my daughter's sixteenth anyway. birthday that weekend, so I don't know what she'll be doing. We'll be doing something watching the telly, um, probably. But yeah. we'll have family. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of it, and I love the street parties. I still remember. My, our street party back in, I think it would have been the coronation. I'm going back to 1977. That oh, was God. the Silver Jubilee. Silver I think. Jubilee, yeah. 1977. So I was three. Oh my, I've just it. given my age away. And by the way, I'm the same age as Adam. Uh, yeah, but so you look much name, better for away. it. And Joe, actually, if we're going to do the age thing now, I'm kind of annoyed that you are so full of energy and <laughs> I am turning into a cantankerous old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you know my secret sauce. I I do. I do. oh okay. That could be a segue there. Do you want to talk about Let's the secret sauce? Should we get there? Um, I mentioned in the introduction, um, spill, which is a um, and I appreciate actually by the way whilst we're doing this that there's still some things that you've just said that we haven't touched on, but yes. it felt like that was quite a good segue. That's good. Um, spill is a started off as a WhatsApp group. It's now a community and it's growing and it's global. And it's led by you and Michael Smith, and it's a it's a group of people that um, are either non-drinkers in Adland or conscious drinkers. Yeah, it's an amazing thing that you've set up there. It it's, was, it's yeah. helped me massively. I'm so pleased, Adam, and I think that was that was all Michael and I wanted. And to I'm help a big fan. That's <laughs> the idea. Okay, thanks. We came looking for Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, interesting enough. So I'd already been. I, I I really love communities, and I lean in on a lot of them. I'm. I'm lucky enough to have co-founded Digital Leading Ladies, Digital Industry Lads and Ladies. I was head of PR for Bloom. And so the, it was a natural progression to really understand the value that communities bring. And Spill is Sober Party Industry Lads and Ladies. That's what it stands for. And I decided to stop drinking four years ago. And I said, that's it. I'm never drinking again. And I haven't, and I've loved every minute of it. And I was we were talking earlier that this is, the way I describe it is everybody is given their allowance of hangovers in their life. I work in the media industry. So I used up mine very quickly and I went all in. And I I would say I was on a par with most people in mm. the advertising industry. We do love to party. It's, why, I, I, it's <laughs> why many of us actually joined and stayed in the industry at the beginning, I yeah, think, because I'm, it was fun. Oh, it was so know? fun. I mean, it's like... I look back at my, you know, 21 um, at Dennis Publishing and just up the road from where we're recording this. And I, so it's my, I'm coming into 28 years in the industry and I have loved every single minute. And I will say as well, I, I loved my time as a drinker. I, I embraced it. I was good at it. Yeah. I just reached a, a point where the hangover started hurting too much and I wasn't giving my all. And I knew it. And I knew that I wasn't giving the digital voice 
everything I could. I wasn't giving my family my 100%. And more than anything, I wasn't giving myself and my body as much uh, respect as I thought it deserved at yeah. that point. And I think you love yourself enough to actually say, I don't ever want to put alcohol in my system again. And obviously for some people, it's not an all or nothing. That's just me. I, I don't smoke anymore. I haven't smoked in 15 years. I've never smoked again. Don't drink, never drink again. Um, for a lot of Spill members, what we wanted it to be was AA. So Mike, Mike Smith is, Michael Smith is AA. And he is able to provide all his understanding and knowledge in that. And then I represent non-drinkers. And also then we encourage grey area drinkers, mindful drinkers, sober curious, people who are just having a break from it. Um, But all of it is coming together to go, there's there's another way. And to be really inclusive. And if you're at an event, there's always going to be a spiller there. So you've got a little bit, you've got somebody you can go to the bar with and chink your... You know, alcohol-free cocktail. Love that. Which is which is really important because it's quite a hard industry still to to not drink oh, in. God, yeah. And you know, and and, and I I love the the big drinking years, but I again acknowledge for exactly the same reasons. I'm not giving everything to to me, to family, to to work by by doing so. So I did two and a half years off the off the pop um, with, with the support of Spill. Thank you very much. So um, I'm I'm back on it now, but the but back on it in a very <laughs> mindful way. Let me just go clarify for that. But we have we have a game that I play at home. Um, my daughter, who I'm certain is going to go and end up in some kind of commercial role somewhere, um, said to me, "Daddy, you know it's we, we it's great that you you weren't drinking and well done. We think you're quite fun sometimes when you've had a beer. So how about you do this?" I'm going to make 15 tokens for you for 2023. Because I was talking to them at the beginning yeah. of the year. Am I going to do a sober year this year or not? She said, I'm going to make 20, uh, 15 tokens for you. They're 20 quid each. <laughs> and any time that you decide that you want to have a drink in 2023, for the day you buy you buy this oh, license she's brilliant. How old is she? She's 13. Right, she's coming to work at the yeah. digital <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, it's that is a so, idea. So it's kind of, you know, because I'm allowed out and you go and see your mates and have a couple of beers here and they'll go to the rugby and things and environments where, where I want a drink. But actually, you know, it's not a big deal anymore. It's I not... think it's that. It's in it, Adam. It's, you broke the cycle. And yeah. I, was in a, I was in a cycle of great day, have a glass of wine. Bad yeah. day, have a glass of wine. Yeah. Meeting friends, have a glass of wine. Yeah. Go for lunch, have a glass of wine. Um, very, very easy to do. And actually, I'd also forgotten how to socialise. I must admit, real life party. I'd forgotten how to party sober. We're brilliant at partying sober when we're children. Yes. Like, we're really good at it. And we just forget. And I think I'm really proud now that I can go out and have as good a time. I mean, it's it's different. I do crash earlier than I would do. And I've kind of had enough by 11 o'clock. But I'm, I have a much better time and I really enjoy people's company. So it's actually that's it, you have to surround yourself with good company. Mm. Then it works. If you're with rubbish people, even a glass of wine isn't going to make that any better. Well, actually, just funny enough. So I came from a, a meeting in, into this today and we, we start, so we're talking about 50. And um, the, the, the guy that I was with has just turned 50. And I'm I'm about we're to be. next year. Aren't we're we? next year. Yeah, <laughs> 361 days. Yeah, not that it's significant <laughs> or anything, but um, and we, we were talking about that. It, it's a big milestone, and you know, you're talking about if you're with rubbish people, get rid of them. But that's what we are both actually doing in our lives anyway. Is you know, you're excising all those toxic people from you, and you know, you don't need to be around them. And if it's not good, and if it's not productive, and if you're not both getting something out of that relationship, then kill it. Hundred you know? percent. It's it's keeping what serves you well. Yeah. And that can be people, things, 
uh, or environments or feelings. It can be anything. What serves you well? What makes you feel good? And really, life's too short to not actually really try and love as much as you can every single day. And and I, I honestly, hand on heart, really enjoy my life now. And it's not that there's... We were talking on Spill the other day about somebody said, I'm missing the real highs. I'm missing those real highs. And I said, but every high, what goes up must come down, is one. And also... You take pleasure in the joy of the ordinary. And it's amazing how the little things can start feeling like that adrenaline buzz. Being here, Mm. this is a buzz. I get my buzz from so many other things. And I've just learned But none quite as good as being here right now. Being here. It wasn't to do with the two packs of Haribo and two (laughs) spoonfuls of sugar I've just consumed. Bouncing around the room. (laughs) (laughs) Swap one drug for another. It was sugar addiction. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Going back briefly to um yes. to the um to the to the digital voice. That's eleven years old, so you had seven years then of of drinking Julia within yeah. the um the digital voice and four years of not. Can you can you see a difference in the business in those oh, last God, four years? Yeah. I mean what I was doing was I, I was very blessed. One of my clients has been with me nine years. So they've known both Julia's actually and, and I have all credit to them. They do also say that I still was I did a good job for them. What I did was I just limited myself. I knew I took on only enough clients that meant I could have Fridays off and I could have my Friday lunchtime drinks with the girls and I could have and Thursday night was Media Thursday. So by not working Friday I could go out on Thursday night. So I just limited and then I would have maybe Monday morning I wouldn't start until lunchtime when no one's paying you know it's that attitude that freelance approach well you know no you're not paying me if I don't work so I'm okay to do it and I also therefore didn't want to surround myself with people I didn't want to let other people down if I had a hangover I could have a hangover and not have to explain myself to anyone so I know I know subconsciously I was holding myself back and it was an absolute pleasure to kind of kick start and go for it and last year we had the biggest year of growth I think we went from a team of 12 
to a team of 24, no, five, 25 last year. And we went from, had added on so many more clients. We're lucky enough and blessed enough to have a, a wait list of clients, although we are looking at taking more on now. Um, because we've got bigger team, which is wonderful. And you, you, you are famous for, for for not saying yes to everybody. Yeah, this is weird. I used to be a yes person and say yes to too much at the detriment of then maybe doing maybe saying yes to the right people and saying yes for the right reasons. So you're right, Adam. I got to a point where I, was, I like like don't wear with dicks, and so I would say is that no. Why you've said no to me for the last three <laughs> I've times. always said yes to you. You are welcome in at any point. But it is interesting. I do now say no if I I don't stretch my team to a point in which their energy levels are at risk there's that really fine balance and we were talking I was talking to one of my team this morning Sherry who's on our social team and I was saying to her I might she's she's only been with us three months and I said are we pushing how are you finding your days are you feeling stretched and you're feeling energized and where are your energy sitting and she was like by four o'clock I'm like where did that day go and but everything was it was super fast paced. But I, I make sure everybody is out the door at four. We, they start at eight and I make sure they're gone at four. And on Fridays, they come in at nine and they leave at one. And I try and keep them within those hours because I, they give me their all. Yeah. They throw everything at it. And in order to do that, they've got to rest and recharge in between. So I'm a big believer in that, that, that that's made a huge difference. And now, now that we've grown and I feel like I've got the strongest team possible, I can now open the doors and we're going to add on a couple more clients um, this year as well in. But I still won't stretch it. I still will say no. I won't be, I don't put money above my teams and my happiness. Astonishing. No way. Oh, it's, it's 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 not astonishing coming from you, but it's lovely to hear. Yeah. Because if everybody did that, then we wouldn't be having such a a an ongoing mental health debate in the in the industry, which is just so. getting bigger. I think so, and I even think for me as a leader, what would it be doing to me? You know, sometimes I think. I mean, I worked I worked way too long uh, um, hours last year, and I by the time I got to December, I was yeah. very worn out. I'd been doing the five AM club for a year as well because I had to because the business demanded it when you're growing at that extent. So this year, I said to the team, right. It's the three S's, smooth, steady, and strategic this year. Just just let's come. We've had a year of incredible growth. Let's just stay as we are and stay with our clients and master our art, really. Develop that and spend time. We do on a Friday, we do boost your power hour for the team. So we make them. We have no client calls on a Friday. and um, We do a team call at first thing. And then we also do an hour. We go into our virtual office that we have on the Remo platform and everyone does training sessions. And with it, sometimes the whole team gets trained from one of the other members. But it's all about developing yourself because the more I can help them grow, mm. the better they are for our clients. Yeah, exactly. The more and they bring so many new ideas and we'll go, we're very much yes people there. And if a client says to us, can you do this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we can. I don't know how right now, but we'll go and do it. So weirdly, I've, I'm that a bizarre mix of some yes and some no. So yeah, but no, but. <laughs> yeah, but no, but. And I say yes to the good things, the things that serve me well and no to the anything that is toxic. Going back even further yes. to the OVT on um, <laughs> in Selyoke, yeah. I'm sure you must have been in there in the. Uh, oh, loved it! Yeah, yeah. I okay. was good. yeah. My uni days at Birmingham were just insane, and yeah. I lived in Selyoke for a little while, so Three I, I years did, in I did second degree in Birmingham. 
Um, so I missed you. So so I was 92 to 95 in Southampton and then 96 on Oh, I was 92 to Birmingham. 95 in Birmingham, yeah. But going back to the OVT, yes. when I probably have seen you because I did have friends up there, but what would, uh, what would Julia Smith then yes. have thought about now? Right, would, would, this would, is, I'm going to sound like a right wanker. Go. I basically, I do everything I said I wanted to do at 16. So at 16, I wanted to be an actress, a journalist, a radio presenter, a voiceover artist and a copywriter. Amazing. And I do all of those things in different guises, really. I, I honestly feel like I'm a failed actress. That's the one thing. But... Oh, look <laughs> I... at the drama in your face right then. <laughs> oh, the back of your hand to your head. <laughs> um, but I get to act every day. <laughs> don't know I think it's lovely I mean I do look back I always knew I wanted to work in the media industry so I did a degree in, in Greek and Roman studies in classics because back then you just needed a degree from a red brick to start yes. working the graduate media sales yep. and I saw Joe Wood from the media exchange post to her 30 year anniversary and, and congratulations to to her and that really brought back memories of being looking you know guardian media sales yeah circling it and I then and I basically left uni and I immediately went through that and I was up in London and I interviewed at Centaur, Haymarket and Dennis Publishing and Dennis Publishing stood out for me. Um, I still, hand on heart, apart from the digital voice, would say it's the second best company I've ever worked in. And I'm still friends with so many people that worked with me, that I worked with. Um, in our Royal Tunbridge Wells media group, there's oh, a couple gosh, there's of... Oh, there's a few of you. Pete, Pete down Whitten. there, yeah, counting his cash. He trained me. <laughs> <laughs> I learned everything from him. Dear Lord. But yeah, amazing time. And I've, I wanted him because it would look like a hell of a fun industry. And it, God, did it live up to its name. Been amazing. It totally did, and it and it was amazing, and it is amazing. It is and, amazing, and it's it's innovating and changing all the time. And o over the course of, you know, the <clears throat> twenty eight years was it twenty eight years? Twenty eight years. Uh, well, just, <laughs> over, over the course of some years that you've been in it, you know, you, you will have been at the vanguard, especially with like the tech publishers of Dennis of how they were developing and doing things. You know, what, what's the, what's the most innovative thing that you think that that's come out in your oh. time? And can you can you give us a a guess of what might happen next? Oh God, you know. You, you know what I'm going to say, and I don't even want to say it, but I've got to say it. Go Chat GP fucking T. I mean, no one can deny it's clever shit. So it's clever, and let's put let's not just talk Chat GPT. Let's talk about AI and automation. Yep. One of our clients, Automated Creative, is right there in the heart of it, and we were doing, we did a big event with our friends at Sphere uh, Recruitment, who we do these we do these quarterly events, and this one was on. A human versus tech, the power of AI, the power of, of bots and robots. And what people have to remember is we're clever. We develop this tech. If we harness it for good, if we use it effectively, it will work. It will create magic. What it can't be used for is for laziness. Mm. And it can't be used to to be used detrimentally. And it has to be used to make us better. It can't be done to replace Um and I think it's that. I'm, I see so much potential. But already I'm like, oh, seriously, everybody, let's not completely, let's not give it too much weight that yep. it will think it's bigger than it is. 
Does that make sense? It does. It completely does. So the the way that, that I say it, it's not for um, write my essay or my article. And we're seeing a lot of like AI generated kind of content being produced. We'll produce mm. your content. I think that's nonsense. But what, what I do like it for is can you find a correlation between this data set and that one because I can't see one. Yeah. You know, and do a bit of research for you in, in that kind of thing. I see it for that. It's really good for art and design and creating filters. And But then is that really AI? Is that artificial intelligence or is that just using a, a filter and putting it into an image? I, think I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know where the definition is. That's why I had to choose it. We're going to see some clever stuff yeah. come out of it. And I'm really excited by that because it pushes us. Um, and I love the fact that we can actually, we can go further than we ever thought possible. And it's just stretching our own capabilities. But we control it. We're, we're the puppet masters. We have to understand that what we put into it will affect the outcome. We control it in so many ways. So let's hope we keep control, tight control. And, I, and I'm not worried about it taking over the world yet. There was, there was a really interesting <laughs> post I saw somewhere um, and it said, it was asking ChatGBT a question. Uh, it was, Mike's mother has four children. Three of them are called Adam, James and Polly. What is the name of the fourth child? And the response from ChatGPT Chat was that, no, you don't haven't given me enough information to, to answer that question. The clues in the question, it's obviously Mike. Um, and you think when, when, when there's simple riddles like that, yeah, and it couldn't, get it, it couldn't it. get it. So I'm not worried about it taking over just yet. So you're, you're, and it, it's not going to affect your joke making because there is only one Adam who tells shite jokes. <laughs> Can we edit this front and centre? So there's only one Adam that tells brilliant jokes. Well, <laughs> slice and dice as you Yeah, oh, that's very kind of you to call them brilliant. They really are not, but uh, I do find I do find life and everything in it funny. So I think, that, <laughs> I think that's the best way. So yeah, there we go. Gosh, I don't know how to come back from that. There's a, <laughs> let's bring this back to a very sensible podcast. Um, I, I I mean, as I say, I love talking to you, and this conversation has gone exactly where I thought it was going to go everywhere and you know your boundless energy and it's lovely to be talking to you and it's great to see you in person because yes, I haven't so seen you for a while I know I do you know? I feel like the Wizard of Oz because I'm as you know I'm a very short person but in my head I'm really really tall and when I'm on screen and I sit there and I've got this huge this huge chair these three screens and I feel really really tall and then people see me I come out from behind the screen and come into real life people are like oh my god God, you're so short. And it's I'm always like, yeah. a surprise height oh, now. Such, yeah. that was such a surprise. So I like being in my control tower. I like yeah. being the wizard. On your throne. I do. Yeah, I bet you've got more than three screens. I bet you've got hundreds. I do there, have four <laughs> spare. <laughs> that sounded totally evil, like I use my good, three screens that, that, for that evil. Excellent <laughs> cackle. <laughs> I uh, I uh, thank you, Julia. No, thank you for thank taking you, time Adam, out. It's been so an absolute much. pleasure. You're awesome. I love you. Um, we got people that we want to talk to you and introduce to you. Mm -hmm. I know that you're always a safe pair of hands, so we'll continue to do that. And hopefully, we'll see you for a lemonade at some point soon. Well, do thank you so much, Adam. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you for listening to Let's Do the Right Thing in association with Radio Works, the UK's largest independent radio advertising agency. Let's Do The Right Thing is a Maple Street Creative production, devised and presented by Adam Hopkinson. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.